We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday... Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a tech-savvy royal family. Yes, yes, ever since the palace became Wi-Fi enabled, it's become so easy to use the Name Your Price tool on Progressive.com. I do agree, my queen. Simply telling it what we want to spend and seeing all our policy options, I'll send a screenshot to Duke, the Duke of Kent. No, my friend Duke, we're in a group chat together, LOL. It's easy to find insurance that fits your budget with the Name Your Price tool at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, price and coverage match limited by state law. But it's for a stand-up, I want to say a stand-up taco, and it shows like with other tacos that like when they fall over and the old people try to pick them up, they hurt their backs. (laughs) This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For news, rankings, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, Head over to rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are your hosts, 
Mike Gottlieb, and Andrew Rare. Let's talk soccer. Yep, let's do it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. It's a special weekend podcast because there's midweek games. And before we get to those, Andrew, the big news coming out of the, the Premier League weekend, I guess, is that John Terry's not coming back to Chelsea. Yeah, that, that came out a few hours ago. Yeah. The There were so many wonderful hedges, though, in what he yeah, said. Of course. Of course it was like. Were. They basically so he he said that before the Arsenal match, he actually basically said it was like hours before the Arsenal match. He was meeting with whoever you meet with in the club to deter, to discuss your contract, and they said they weren't going to offer him anything after this season. And so he played the Arsenal match knowing that he was going to be out of contract at the end of the season, and Chelsea weren't going to bring him back. He then said he so he made this announcement after today's FA Cup match against I don't even know who they played. Milton I'm sure you King do. Dons. Oh, MK yeah, MK Dons. Dons, right, who beat Man U last year. The So he makes this announcement like, I, Chelsea didn't offer me a new contract. I'm out of contract. I'm not retiring. And then he said, however, they said if the new manager, because obviously Gus Hiddink's not going to stick around, if the new manager is interested in bringing me back, then we'll see. And it's like, well, there you go. If the new guy wants you, then you're going to come back. So I don't think this whole he's definitely leaving is up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that Nothing's definitive in soccer. Yeah. Well, yeah, let, let's also react to a couple other transfers that have taken place. Uh, Mario Suarez has gone yeah, uh, Watford. to Watford. Yep, got reuniting with Kike Sanchez-Flores. Yep. So uh, that, that that happened too. The, well, it, it gives them another attacker that is not, you know, an attacker not named Odiani Gallo and Troy Dini. Yeah. So yeah. that helps. And, and, well, and they also brought in. We talked about it at length last week in Nordine Amrabat. Yep. So uh, they they they've addressed their obvious need. Yes. And um, something that I did in uh, our EFs league is I picked up Loic Remy in the expectation that since Alexander Pato is now signed with Chelsea, that Remy would be the one that would make way. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Leicester have had their bid accepted. Oh, and I didn't see working, that. They're working on personal terms. Yeah. With Remy, but it's an 11.5 mil, million pound deal. Get out of here. So Chelsea would have made 31.5 million pounds on Ramirez and oh yeah, by the way, that happened too. Ramirez has yeah. left Chelsea, so um, which I think is a huge mistake. That could go but, up to 25 too. Correct, but that but that's but he's off to China. Won't ever have to see him until he's done in China. Right. So or you next know, year when he stops getting paid and wants to come back. Yeah, exactly. Twenty. I mean, 20 million is a lot. That is a lot. There's no other way to put it. I mean, I, I think at that point, as a business, you just have to say, "Yep, fine." That's <laughs> you know, that's a Barahino, basically. If, who, who, by the way, has rumored to have accepted a uh, have a yeah. bid accepted at Newcastle? I I believe, I believe it a, a bid was made. I don't I believe it was thought, accepted. I, I I mean, I've read that it's been it's close to final. Um, I read that Mares to Madrid was done. So, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I, I, okay, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. They just signed, um, or no, they're going to be, uh, or almost done with uh, uh, Sado Dumbia as well, who played very well for Moscow this season in the Champions League. And is, yep, and did, and did terribly at Roma. And did, yeah, and Roma's still trying to get rid of him. Correct. Well, yeah, well, Roma bought, bought them yeah, Roma, from right. Siska. From Cisco Moscow and then loaned them back loaned them and they couldn't sell them away. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was a 21 million pound offer made to Barahino yes. by Newcastle. That is a large bid for Newcastle. 
considering that they are fight they are literally fighting relegation. Well, you gotta you gotta do it if you're fighting relegation. Gotta spend money to make money. That's right. That's right. But but I mean, there are some big name players still in play at for Monday's deadline. Well, uh, you know, there's been rumors of Cavani leaving PSG. Yeah. Uh, you have both. Well, I mean, you have both Madrid clubs facing you know mm-hmm. imminent bans, and they may do something. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, Chelsea have. Th- I mean, Chelsea rumored to possibly even make a sixty million pound bid for Griezmann. Griezmann, yeah. But they'll be back in the summer if they don't get him now. I don't but, think. Uh, I don't think they can. Like, I think this is the shot to get him. Why would Why would Atletico sell him when they can't buy anybody back? Uh, they may not have a choice. The player, the player may force the move. Yeah. Uh, the player has all of the how all much? The power. How much do you think a player like Griezmann will look at not playing in the Champions League next year? In terms of going to like when when these bigger name players consider Chelsea. I don't know. Knowing it's, that it's, that's it's not it's very strange. It's very strange. I honestly have no idea how to think about it. Uh, but there's all the, there's one last piece of transfer news I did want to get to before we get into our analysis of the games coming up, uh, and that's my favorite player in the world, Patrick Bamford, being loaned out to uh, Norwich. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, any potential impact there? I mean, they they have a two headed monster there already. So, uh, <laughs> is that what we're gonna call him? Sure, it's an ugly monster, but it, it's still it's still there. Yeah, he. I don't see how it's. I mean, it's definitely not as good as a position as being the Crystal Palace striker, but obviously more playing time is what he needs. Potential, yeah, potential. I, he's, he's not guaranteed that time there. That's I agree. Kind of, part of me thinks of, that they. I get, I get confused. Yeah, part of me thinks they had to get some sort of assurance, right? I mean, you can't send him there with the expectation. I mean, with with the hope that he's going to play. You have to get some sort of guarantee that they'll at least give him a shot which he didn't get at palace or do you, do you think he can actually beat out bocani and jerome he can bocani's been playing very well lately that's my point he can but i don't know if he will yeah i mean you have to think that they would make that move for a reason you know that yes, there's... there's usually a reason Thank you, but they've made that move for a reason that you know, yeah yeah for that for him to actually get some playing time in the in the league. I mean, uh, Chelsea brought in a, a U.S. defender, Matt Miazga, and yeah. they're keeping him to see that if he can play. Yeah, they're not loaning him out, which is just strange to me because you know is he? Good? They're loaning him out. I mean, excuse me, they're keeping him to loan him out in August. My guess is. <laughs> When John Although Terry now, now that yeah, well the great the great rumor now is that Terry's leaving to go to the Red Bulls to take Miazga's spot. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be that great. would be totally fantastic. <laughs> that, that would that, you know what nothing would cement where the leagues are in, in life than that that trade Miazga for John Terry. Yeah, a thirty six year old John Terry, thirty seven, whatever right. it is. I think he's thirty seven. Yeah, the yeah, for the twenty year old Miazga who has a looks like a bright future ahead of him. Yeah, he's very good. Uh, how much? Or excuse me, how many Premier League clubs do you think Bamford could start for, realistically, like right now? We we know Palace is not an option, I, I, and I don't mean like skill wise. I mean like if you're looking at the teams that Chelsea could have loaned him to, how many do you think he could? Crystal really Palace get? is the one that makes a lot of sense. Well, right. We but we know that's not an option now. I understand that. So how many um, clubs do you think 
are on that list. It's not. It's not a big number. It's not. I mean, right. Bur- I mean, Burnmouth. You you have to think you'd have a shot. Maybe. You know him and a phobie. Yeah. Uh, Joshua King know, played pretty well. In the FA Cup, yes, he did. Well, I mean, he played well before they got a phobie. He got hurt, and he he scored a few goals in the Premier League. And not, yeah. Uh, it's not it's not a large number. Yeah. I mean, Norwich, obviously, I think he has a chance to start. Swansea would be another Swansea. place where he would have a chance to start. Sunderland? Um, yeah, Sunderland would be another one. Newcastle, potentially. I think he's too small of a player for Newcastle. He, well, yeah. Like, like just pedigree or, or career-wise. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying a place where he could start. Yeah. Leicester would be an interesting, would have been interesting. Mm. He's not Spanish enough for Stoke. Uh, well, that's why I said Lester. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I mean, Lester. I think I, actually, I, when I picked up Loic Remy in the EFSA, I thought it was because he was going, going to Newcastle, right? Or Palace? Thought, no, I thought it was just going to Palace. Yeah. And I was I was actually disappointed with the fact that he may go to Lester because I'm not sure if that's the right place. Yeah. So buyer's remorse there. Mm-hmm. But. You know, whatever. Uh, you, when you take a gamble like that, you take a gamble. Yep. Uh, but anyway, let's get let's get to this weekend's games here. Uh, there, there's plenty of there's plenty of rumors that'll be either coming to or not uh, by tomorrow or Monday's deadline. Right. And we'll probably talk about it in our reaction podcast uh, midweek this week. So uh, well, stay tuned. For that. I don't think we'll have one because we'll have we have matches next weekend. So we'll have matches Tuesday, Wednesday, and then again on Saturday. So well, well, there, I will always find time for shenanigans. All right. <laughs> We, we will make we will make room in the schedule. Yes. All right. But speaking of Norwich, uh, Patrick Bamford's Norwich now tra- uh, <laughs> they stay exactly right. They stay at home and take on Tottenham, which is a huge mismatch. Yes. I think a lot of people are going to be taking advantage of this one. Yeah, I think there's a, there's going to obviously be some pretty heavy stacks uh, with the Tottenham guys, and yeah. there are there are now a number of guys that you can take. It is not just Harry Kane. Uh, Dele Ali is obviously a big one. You're going to be all over Kieran Trippier if he starts again. Yep, uh, as he, most I people should. Him, be. I ranked him number one for defenders. Yeah, he. Um, There's no reason not to, in my opinion. His price has gone up considerably in DraftKings uh, yes. to the point where it's essentially where it should be. Yeah, although you could argue it should low. be a little higher. A little, yeah, still a little low. He's not over four thousand. Yeah, so uh, that one I think will be definitely heavily um, attacked. It is in. Is that? It is at Norwich, excuse me, which shouldn't really matter after they gave up five goals to Liverpool at home last week. So, um, well, yeah, but they also scored four of their yep, own. Yep. So well, I think Tot- Tottenham's defense, although they are now without Jan Vertonghen, so uh, yeah, they, I, I remember I remember messaging you about Connor Wickham, like he's going to get a call from the FA. Yeah, uh, the and referee, he did. the referee really missed it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was a blatant elbow to Vertonghen's face. Yeah. That wasn't the, that wasn't what caused his injury. He had a knee Correct. injury that he left with, um, but that was the point of the elbow directly to somebody's face. Yeah, and we can get to Wickham in a little lucky. bit, but it's lucky. He's um, lucky it wasn't worse. Yeah, I think part of the reason why Spurs have been so good defensively this year is because Alderweireld and Vertonghen pl- have played together for every game. Same and thing so it's, for the number one team in the world, Belgium. Uh, right, right. So I, there's definitely going to be, uh, you know some sort of unfamiliarity with, I don't even know who's going to take for Tongan spot because they have a few different guys that they can plug in there. None of them are as good as he is though. So the, you know, who knows, maybe Bamford comes out swinging right away, but 
Yeah, uh, the new. I mean, they, they've been recently using uh, Vimmer, the, the yeah. new German defender. So he started. He he came in for. He Vertonghen. came in for Vertonghen, Yeah. Also started the FA Cup game with Alderweireld. Yeah. So you have to think that they, they they're trying to build that partnership. Yep. Up. Yep. He's definitely the 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 one. Uh, so uh, they've got a number of options. They basically have four options uh, to play out wide. It's either Walker or Trippier, and then Davies or Rose on the other side. So. You know, I think people will be stacking those as well, um, just because if anybody's looking at how Norwich played last weekend against Liverpool, thinking that they're going to be able to do that against Spurs, it, it, you're sorely mistaken about that, even with Spurs' uh, defensive adjustments. Yeah. Do you think Kane is the highest upside, though, ahead of Ali or Eriksson? Highest upside, for sure, because he can score multiple goals, mm-hmm. which is so important on DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, scoring multiple, getting a guy with multiple goals gives you a, a huge leg up on a that's lot of 20, people. That's 20 points before you do anything else. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you, it's 24, too, if you count in the yeah. shot on target. Shot on, the, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it, it's. I think it's vastly important to get the guy that you have the, the highest potential. I think that would, I mean, Harry Kane's got to be one of those guys. Uh, I think there's other better options for potential, but. Nathan Redman? <laughs> Not at forward. No. Well, yeah. Are you done with him? <laughs> Am I done with him? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not not done with him. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not sure if I'll use him this week. Okay. But, uh, like John Terry. I'm not, not done, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <It's>, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think he's been completely misused this year. It's a shame. Redmond, not Terry. Both. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Terry Terry should not play every day. <clears throat> okay. He's not good enough. I, 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 he, he, if he make he makes you play a style that is a not attractive. Terry does, and B just it hasn't worked. You can't play the high line with John Terry because he's not fast enough. Mm-hmm. It's like Paramedrasacker out there. Oof. Not to not to not to dig into you too much there, <laughs> but it, it's just it, it breeds mistakes. It's basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. But let's get to the game. Let's get to the other games here. So obviously start all of your Tottenham options and you're not starting anyone from Norwich, including Patrick Bamford, are you? I'm not. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some Robbie Brady plays, but. Um, no. How about Stephen know. Naismith? Um, I, I mean, I, I was messaging you even before he scored. I was saying I really wanted to take yeah. Naismith over. Um, I was really thinking about taking Naismith over Redmond last week. Mm-hmm. The. This this sounds like I'm oversimplifying it. Without the goal, he scored five points last week, and the goal was was savable. So, I no, I'm not no. Mm-mm. Fair enough. Okay, so Arsenal are at home against Southampton, probably the creme de la creme of the two forty five slate. Uh, the, I think there's there there this is a game that Arsenal traditionally have lost. They got smoked last time they played them. Well, I mean, and also coming off of the game against uh, against uh, Chelsea last week, uh, you know, they're getting healthy now. They have too many options. You don't know exactly who's going to play. Mm-hmm. But this, it, Southampton just seem organized and quick enough, mostly. Uh, they have the pace to keep up with South uh, with Arsenal. Uh, that that something can you just feel like something's going to go wrong if this is, if you're an Arsenal fan. This is traditionally where the other shoe drops. Yeah, at this time of year, um, although usually there's... It's either one half of the season. It's either the first half of the season yeah. 
the beginning of the first half of the season or the beginning of the second half of the season. Yeah, I am a little more confident uh, with them. The They got very lucky with Murdersacker's red card against Chelsea that he got to serve it during the FA Cup, so he's he's eligible for this match. Um, well, Gabriel is not a bad So defender. I was just about to say, yeah, I think um, that, you know, he's never... Murdersacker's usually not a huge absence if, if they are missing him, but uh, having Alexis Sanchez back, I think, is just way more than than you know in terms of how much they gain with him back than what Southampton can can put against them I mean Southampton have won three straight shutouts since Forster came back but I think Arsenal just has too much firepower at this point my guess is that Walcott moves to the bench and they keep uh, Joel Campbell in to play on the other side of Sanchez but that that may be more just hoping and then Francis Coquelin is back too so he'll start instead of Flamini. I mean, those are. Much, I think that's the most important part to this for mm-hmm. Arsenal. Yeah, this is actually when he came back last year. Uh, he was on loan at Charlton, meaning Coquelin, and they were just so much better with him on the field uh, defensively. And so I, I think they're. I, I don't see Southampton doing much offensively, and I'm not sure. I really picture them winning four straight shutouts either. So that's why I, I'm more confident about Arsenal. I remember when we first started talking about Fraser Forrester when he came back and we said he, when, when healthy he is one of the if not the best goalkeepers. Yeah, totally, absolutely, and uh, and we know. and we said and we said it preseason too when we were at our ranking summit, but he was injured. Yes, yeah, um, we, and nobody really knew when he was going to come back. Yeah, the the I think he'll get plenty of saves in this one. Uh, like I I wouldn't necessarily stay away from him fantasy wise. Um, because uh, Alexis likes to take plenty of shots, and not necessarily on target, though. That that's fair. <laughs> but even if a few of them, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal won this one, like literally won nothing, but he made six saves, and you know that's a that's a big, pretty big fantasy day. Yeah, oh, I I agree. Uh, basically, you just need three saves to get the to get the clean sheet, make, you know, yeah. to make it better than this nil nil clean sheet. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's it's one of the situations where I think even in a losing effort, he can get a lot of points. Right, right. I'd say, Actually, it, you know, I, I'd be intrigued if it's not a shutout, who would score more points, uh, check or in a 2-1 game right. that Arsenal wins, who would score more points, check or, or, or Forrester? I'd say it's Forrester. I think I think that sums it up there. Yeah, perfectly. but I'm not sure now, that I'm not sure that that Southampton score. Uh, I, I'm assuming that all all hands, you know, all things go in terms of Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, if he starts, I'm in. Like that, I have no problem with that. Um, Arsene Wenger said after their FA Cup match against Burnley on Saturday that he, that Alexis was fit for the Chelsea match, and they decided to hold him out. So it's not like he just returned to fitness like on Saturday. Like he's been fit for a while, and I mean Alexis himself is like one of the fittest players in the Premier League. So. Yeah, I have no problem playing him. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's the guy who has the potential. Even if he does, because even if he doesn't score, he does so many things. Yep. Yep. So. He's just all over the field. Yeah, especially from the forward position, you just don't see that very often. Right. All right. So let's go on to West Ham at home against Aston Villa. Here's another likely yeah. stacked situation. Yeah, the problem is we see a lot of Adrian Aaron Cresswell stacks. Yeah, and and Payet. But yeah, I. The issue I have is up front that Valencia. So Valencia has four goals in his last three. Um, the problem is if he doesn't score, he does very little else. And so, you, I mean, 
he's the we'll we'll just call him the the GPP play that he's excellent if he scores, but if he if he's not a part of a goal, you know you're paying. I'm looking at DraftKings here, fifty four hundred for a player who could return you three points. So he has to score. Um, and Aston Villa have been better defensively than they were earlier That's in the season. That's not saying anything. They, they were terrible defensively. They've allowed one goal in their last three. I mean, that's pretty good. Who who, who was it against? Uh, I imagine nobody good. Um, but that, that, I'm not that, sure that, that matters. That's, does it? that's kind of that. I mean, that's the way I. That, that's my question. Yeah, let's see. Uh, they shut out West Brom. They allowed one to Leicester, and they shut out Crystal Palace. That's not so bad. I realize Palace have been horrible, but not great. Yeah. I mean, plenty of people went all went very heavy on that Leicester team and got very little out of it. Somehow they're playing like their fourth home game in five games or something like that. But I don't know. They did get murdered by Man City yesterday. Yes, they the did. Cup, so, they but had, you they know, I, I, try, I try not to take too much out of that. And Chelsea won, I scored five goals in a game today. Yeah. You know, that, that don't Oscar draw too much. Yeah. making his play for Juventus. <laughs> Great. I, yeah. I would love that. To happen. Yeah, I'm sure. Just anyway. <sighs> so got, I, now, so now, now you've got me worked up about how Chelsea mistreat their players. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So I, I like, yeah, the Cresswell, Adrian. I mean, they're going to be appropriately expensive. Um, the problem with. West Ham is that James Collins has been playing on the other side now. Carl Jenkinson's out for the year with an ACL injury. He was terrible anyway. But Collins doesn't cross at all. And so Cresswell's really your only bet from a fullback crossing perspective for West Ham. Um, but, yeah, Dimitri Payet's still the, the top play, I think, by far. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think anyone's ever going to question he's yeah. gonna be the He's going to be the best player in most games. Right. Anyone from Aston Villa you'd take? I thought about Leandro Bakuna mm-hmm. very, very hard. Yeah, I mean Bakuna and Sissoko. I think it's weird to like think of two. Basically, yeah, who uh, who plays on the left side? Uh, Sissoko does because that's where James Collins is going to be. Well, James it, yeah. Collins will be on the defensive right. If he, yeah, if he, if he plays, if there he again. moves, if he moves. Forward. If you if you want to exploit that side, you'd have to go with the left the left sided. Uh, left-sided fullback, right. which would be Ali Sissoko. Right. You know, Bakuna against Cresswell. You know, that may that that's why I decided. I think that's why I decided not to use Bakuna. Yeah. I thought about it very, very, very hard because he's been great. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Jeez. I think he. I think he's a perfectly fine play. It's weird to consider. Like that's that's kind of the weird thing about. People, I think people have underestimated how good Cresswell has been this season. Yeah. No, I I don't think so. I mean, he's the I third mean, going highest. Both ways. Yeah. Going both ways. Yeah. Yeah, Bakuna has 19 crosses in the last two games, 10 and 9. So that's... I think one of those games he had 20-something points. It's weird that um, he had 18 last week, yeah, because he had four shots. Wow, four shots. The It's weird to consider that you you could take both Aston Villa fullbacks at Upton Park. And be and, okay. And be okay, yeah. Yeah, you could. It, it would be... A, it, it would be That would be the GPP play to me. Because no one's going to do that. Well, they're they're not they're not as cheap as they sh- you know. It's like they're they're two defenders from the worst team in the Premier League, and yet they're not quite as cheap as you would as you'd want them to be. Yeah, DraftKings knows. Yeah. 
Yeah. They, know, they know their stuff. Yeah. That's all I can say. But no, I yeah. wouldn't touch any of the attacking ones. But yeah, I, I think they're, like that's the only value on Aston Villa, period. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. All right. They signed somebody too. I just don't think it's anything of significance. Um, I forgot. Yeah, that proves how, how good he is. I'm sure I'll have a hat trick this on Tuesday, but... Oh, God, that's who, that's who they wanted. They wanted Matthew Debushi on loan. Oh, yes. But yeah. I don't think that's happening. That'll save the day. That would that would eliminate Leandro Bakuna, as yes, usual. Uh, I assume they'd move him up. I actually, that's exactly He's what I was kind of that's what, I've, that's, what I've, that's what I've been kind of hoping for. Yeah. They, they, give, they give him the Matt Target treatment. Yep. Who, by the way, won you last week. Yep. Anyway, we'll talk about that when we get to our daily dose later. But <laughs> Sunderland are at home against Manchester City. Good Lord. Uh, how, uh, I, this is a this is a bad time for Kevin De Bruyne owners in season-long leagues uh, to be I'm without him. <laughs> uh, I'm one of them, too, uh, in EFSA. So I've been scrambling for forwards ever since because yeah, he's phone eligible. In that Taga expert one. That, yeah, it's um, that's a big hit. Uh, however, I kind of noted that if there's any team to – that you want to play after you get that kind of news, it's Sunderland. So uh, I'm guessing that, I mean, they're, they can do a, a number of different things. They don't, they, I think that the easy one would just be to slot Jesus Navas in on that right wing. That That's what they're probably, yeah, he had been in, but they can get a little cute with it. I mean, they can, well, they I'm can kind of hoping that Fabian I'm kind of, in there or, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I'm hoping for, but it will, like, but we'll get to it. It's a, I don't want to give it too much away before the daily dose. We'll get to it in the daily dose, but I think they, I I hope they do something cute with it too. Well, does his name rhyme with Balechi Bianacho? So, do you think Sunderland's uh, Patrick <laughs> Van Aanholt will score its fourth goal no. in four games? I think it's it would be five and five. So, like it's something, something crazy. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. And um, in fairness, the Man City defenders have never been lauded for their defensive capabilities. So, Especially with Kolarov potential, well, but Kol- actually, Kolarov is out. Yeah, or so most be likely Kyle out. on that side. Uh, no, because Kalit uh, okay. Van Aanholt oh, on, so, on the left. Yeah, okay. so it's Bakari Sanya yeah. or um, Zabaleta. But, so but, uh, company is still out. Company's still out. So there, and so Mangala is really matter at that point. Right, Mangala is most likely out, which gives you uh, Di Michaelis and and Otamendi. Uh, that combo has been awful. Uh, the D. Michaelis and anybody combo has been really bad. So um, the there has already been talk that uh, Man City may bring John Terry in next season. But for now... Oh, no, there hasn't. There has been. I read it today. Absolutely. Apparently they tried to bring him in two years ago when he was... Uh, or was it last year that he was... Uh, whenever it was that he was last up for a contract. If John Terry signs for a Premier League team that's not named Chelsea... He's not. He's- he said that already, but it's done. Yeah, um, New York Red Bulls. So I'm staying away from Van Anholt, uh, but I I understand the allure of grabbing him. But in a daily formats, he's absurdly expensive, uh, as he should be at least for his offensive capabilities. But I'm not going to spend that much money at Man City, especially on a slate like this that is so deep. I mean, we have. 16 of 20 teams playing so it's not like we're scraping for for guys here yeah i think i think he's gonna i think he's gonna get priced out in fact i would actually i would rather take the man city defenders yep. the, 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 i'd rather take sanya or cliche yeah cliche 
I, I agree with you on that one. Um, but, I mean, it's at Sunderland, and Sunderland has been scoring recently. Yeah, Dame and Joy may make his debut. Yep, yep. Uh, there is no team that has scored more goals in the last four games than Sunderland. Do you know who they're tied with at the top? Can you repeat that? No team has scored more goals than Sunderland in the last four games. It's impressive. There's only one team that has scored as many goals as them, and they just signed Matt Miazga. <laughs> hey, you got you to you no, fill the hole sometime. Right? Yeah, nine, uh, nine goals for each yeah. in the last and, four. Uh, and Sunderland have just signed uh, Wabi Kazri yep. as well. Yep. So, Wabi, Wabi, Wabi. Yeah, not uh, Robbie. Say again. I said it's not Robbie. It's actually Wabi. Wabi, yeah, with a W. Yes, with a W. Makes it much more fun. Yes. Waka Waka Wabi. <laughs> it's that's not his nickname. Don't no. don't go out there saying that. Anyway, uh, it, it's a, that's actually a pretty big move for Sunderland too. A nine million pound move. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know enough about they that are, guy, but they are—it's—it's it's shocking to me that they're signing offensive players. <laughs> they, especially since they're on such a goal streak. The, I'm interested to see if how Enjoy fits in, um, because obviously it moves either Barini or Defoe to the bench, and or he doesn't yeah. start. Um, but Lens, he was a, well, Lens kind of plays a little more behind them, but Enjoy was a podcast favorite last year at Hull City yes he was so, that's he's on the radar yeah yeah we'll see <laughs> he is certainly on the radar he's like I, I, I'm very excited for the possibility of him in a big Sam like offense <laughs> we'll see but not uh, this weekend not probably not this weekend all right uh Leicester are at home against Liverpool for, yeah. I, I could have sworn Liverpool were going to be on that top most scoring team in the last four weeks here they scored five last week yeah you'd think and my and my prediction of two teams scoring four plus came true in the first game of the weekend and no one else scored four plus so are we uh, sure the prediction was two teams or was it more than two teams no, I said two or more two it was two or more yeah just okay. like the weekend before where there okay. were two teams that scored four or more I <laughs> You mean there were three teams that scored four? <laughs> that scored four? So, yes, you got that right. And then nobody else scored more than three, I think. Or more well, that's than two. Mo- that's most weekends. But that's most weekends. Yes. So our friend Kevin Payne actually asked, you know, is that actually, you know, this, isn't that the rule? I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, it happened four or five times previously. Yeah. I think that was but the fifth or sixth time. Three season. weeks in. So, yeah, it's. That's it's 25, about 25%, 20, 25% of the time. So, yes. um, you know. I'm not saying it's the most impressive thing in the world, but it was fun. It was fun to see as the first game of the weekend. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that game was like, was nuts. Um, so. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp, you were the first person to point out that Jurgen Klopp had broken his glasses. Yep. As, as somebody who wears glasses, I'm very cognizant of how you, how many ways you can break them. And as soon as he jumped into that pile, I thought to myself, there's no way his glasses are making it out of there. And then they were showing him later, and he wasn't wearing his glasses, and I thought, he broke them. No doubt yeah. he broke them. And he and had a the, great line after the match. Somebody no. asked him about his gla- if he had another pair, and he said he did, but he f- but it's very tough to find your glasses when you're not wearing your glasses. <laughs> it's very hard to find <laughs> your extra pair of glasses without glasses. Right. Very tough to see your other glasses when you're not wearing your glasses. And I was like, yes, I wish you managed my team. <laughs> Every team wishes. I mean, he's so he's so likable. Yeah, he's so darn likable. Yep. Even though he has 
virtually the same record as Brendan Rodgers after this amount of time. I, yeah, I, I never I, – I really don't ever really like those stats, mostly because you're playing with a bunch of guys that you barely know. Most of them are probably gone in the summer anyway. Um, so, yes, he's basically as, as good as Braj so far. On the Leicester side, uh, Remy, the Remy signing won't, likely will not be completed, mm-hmm. or it, it, hopefully it will be, but he won't. He won't probably won't play. Won't be completed in time enough for him to play. Right. Well, I mean, it has to be, doesn't it? Well, the dead, or is the deadline that day? The deadline's Monday, Monday but right, it, yeah. but my point is he wouldn't have been able to like pack up and move and you know get 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 himself acquainted enough with Leicester to actually play. Not when they have Okazaki. Yachoa yeah. and Vardy all available. Yeah, that I wonder. I mean, are they? Is the idea to play him with? I mean, the the idea has to be to play him with Vardy. Yeah, or as a replacement for Vardy if Vardy gets injured because he's very similar. Already broken. Well, yeah, that, that and he uses he uses his pace. That's why how he scores. Yeah. No, he's not as fast. Loic Remy's pace. He is. He, he's really quick. And he's tall. It's it's a very it's a very weird combination. Yeah, it's weird that he didn't get more playing time at Chelsea. It was stu- it's still stunning to me how Chelsea has mismanaged. Uh, anyway, it, it's <laughs> all they want to do is play slow old people, and I don't understand. Uh, but Liverpool, on the other on the other hand, coming off that five goal performance, do you see Adam Lallana, who really sparked that late uh, comeback in the second half, um, score the winner? Getting- well, yes, and he also just in general, just when he came on, like the, it, they just something was clicking. And do you think that there's that's a sign of things to come for him, or is it just a flash of the pan? He's just he's just way too his floor is is rec, is seen way too often for me to to take him. And he's usually priced in the range with Henderson and Milner, and I'd rather both of those guys over over Lalana. And I but I think Firmino is by far the top choice. As long as he's starting up front, uh, I think you can't go wrong with him. You disagree? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree. I want to, but I can't. <laughs> I want to, but I can't. That's the way I'll put it. How's that? Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Love it. Oh, best in the business. The best in the business. All right. I uh, just lost. I just lost all my information on the screen. Okay, here we go. All right, Man- Manchester United are at home at Old Trafford against Stoke, the unsexy Stoke right now because actually the last game they played without uh, Marco Arnautovic and without, I believe, Boyan as well. Correct? Uh, I think that's right. I feel yeah, like it's so I, I, it just it, and, they, and they played terribly. Yes, they did. Yeah, I think uh, both are expected to be back though, so not to put too much fear into all of that. Yeah. Because they're definitely they're clearly a, a different team with Arnautovic, which I don't think we expected to be saying much at the beginning of the season. But I don't know what to make of Manchester United still. Yeah, it, it it's so frustrating. Because Wayne Rooney, he was just getting on a, on a tear, and then last weekend happened. Right. Yeah. The. What, what do you think about the story about Van Hall actually? asking to resign and, <laughs> and they say, said no oh, we do not accept this it sounds made up to me um 
and I think it really hurt Van Hall's feelings. Like he sounded like a guy with really hurt feelings. He I, may have like the thinnest skin of any of these like upper tier managers. Did I say thinnest or thickest? Thinnest. Yes, that's what I meant. Like I think he does. There, there was a press conference earlier in the season, or you know, maybe a month ago, where he essentially like was all he did was berate the media for making his wife and friends upset about talking about him getting sacked. And I was just sitting here, sitting there watching it, just be like, you're the manager of Manchester United and you're in fifth. Like, what did you expect the media to, to say? Like, great job. You've spent 300 billion pounds and you're in fifth. And the guys who are playing well for you are not the guys you even bought. Like I'm, I'm not sure why he thinks. Th- I don't know if he thinks that they're doing better than they are, or it just seems like he doesn't know what he's doing. And it's kind of shocking to see a manager of his stature look like that. I'm surprised that Manchester United are surprised about Van Hall's playing style. Like, what, that's a great what, point too. Like, what about his previous in his previous? employments led you to believe that he would play you know an up-tempo attacking style i'm i'm guessing they were just amazed all they saw was that absurd robin van percy header in the world cup and they were like yeah we want we want to play like that not recognizing that it was the long ball route one route which most people don't like playing right they were like it looks really good when it when that happens but it happens like one percent of the time and they don't have anybody. They don't have. Was it Robin? Aaron Robin who passed it? Was it Memphis? Or Wesley Snyder? I yeah, forgot. one of those to to Robin Van Persie. Either way, like, well, yeah, let's get Memphis. He was there. Both of those guys. Right. And 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 the and the forwards he likes actually for a while Van Persie was terrible for uh, under uh, under Van Hall and the qualifying stages particularly. He hadn't scored he in a got while. Benched. Yeah, they were using Hunt a lot. Yeah. Who I think good. would be, by the way, a tremendous. I was gonna say he's very good, yeah. <laughs> but you know, this, I the, think he enjoy, think he enjoys playing at Schalke. Yeah, they don't. I don't. I don't know. They they don't. They, they they've just spent an incredible amount of money to not have much quality. That Juan Mata, they spent thirty seven million pounds on Mata, and he's been he's benched. Um, they now have to play guys like Jesse Lingard. And Fellaini, I mean, are these like the kind of players that that Manchester United supporters expected to see? Fourthwick Jackson, right, right. I mean, when you're if you're a Manchester United supporter, and they hire Van Hall and they say spend as much as you want, and a year and a half later, you have Jesse Lingard, Fellaini, Fourthwick Jackson. Well, Fellaini, he didn't purchase. Ashley Young. Not that he didn't purchase it, but he's playing him. Like the, well, these, part he, of that's he a has, necessity. He has not bought players that have that can play over Marrow and Fellaini. That's the case, right? It's fair. He, he bought Memphis, who doesn't play. And Memphis apparently can't beat out Jesse Lingard for a spot. I don't, it's, all fair, it's all fair criticism. Right, I don't... Like what's? I like Jesse Lingard, so I'm not really going to complain about right. it. <laughs> I, what's the? 
where where should Van Hall feel like he deserves credit as opposed to what he's getting, which is people questioning what he's doing? Well, his defensive record has been great this season. It was good for a while, and it was good because De- David De Gea, De Gea was so good. Standing on his face. Who they agreed to sell and apparently broke the fax machine broke, and that's why he's still there. I mean, there. Yeah, Van Hall didn't convince him to stay. You're believing a lot there too that the fax machine broke. (laughs) Van Hall didn't convince him to stay. He wanted out. Whether clearly, I mean, maybe Van Hall was made the right decision and decided not to make the deal. Yeah, but that'd be that'd be a fun deadline day move right there. That would go over well. Yeah, and a a nice kick in the pants before he leaves. Yeah, I mean, I, I they like who do you who do you play from this game? Oh, I would, I would, I would venture a guess that there might be a Stoke City player on my team. Well, that's the point. Oh, for, that's who, for what Manchester I mean. United. That's Wayne what Burke, I mean. Yeah, that's the list ends there. Maybe right. Martial, but the, it, it can't go much farther than that. Like, right, and that's the problem. That like, not that fantasy is the same as that, but like you, if you go to Louis Van Hall and say like, who are your best players, and he's like, well, yeah, Rooney and Martial and. Like how many of these other guys? Let me let me frame it this way: Who's the number one player in this game? Uh, Arnautovic. That's what I think. Uh, that, that's all you need to know. All the players on your team in a, you know, in a game that's comprehensive in its scoring for a lot of positions, the best player in a game against Stoke is a guy on Stoke. Yeah. It's that simple. You 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 don't even have a better you don't even have the best player when you play Stoke. This game's at Old Trafford too, correct? And and that doesn't do anything for us. No. Yep, you're right. In fact, in, fact, in fact, I think it's probably worse. Worse, right? Yeah. United. Yeah. Home field is not an advantage for them right now. Yeah. Because I mean, they're getting booed off the they're getting booed off the pitch religiously, the, especially the, because they haven't scored. What is it like nine hours? It's been a, at Old Trafford. Oh, at Old Trafford. Yeah, it's been a while. the The problem is, is that you. When you look at the guys from the game and you're like, okay, would you rather have Boyan or Rooney? And you're like, uh, it's tough. I'll Rooney t- still to me. Right. You say, I'll take Rooney. Would you take Boyan or Martial? Boyan. Right. <laughs> and that was quick. I was actually going to say you, you have to think of it a little bit. No, you do and not. And there's nobody else. Like, Boyan beats out everybody else on Manchester United. And, and then, she, or, well, or, actually, I was thinking Shakiri. I was just about to say, Shakiri is the same thing. Yeah, Shakiri or Rooney. That's where I think. I have to think about it there. Right. I so still think it's, Rooney. So it's three guys that... Oh, right there. I think I'd go Rooney. I don't know. I have to look at the numbers. If it was at Stoke, you would not... No way you'd but take him. Wouldn't even think about it. Right. It would be, be Shakiri. In fact, I'd probably take all three of them. But you would probably take Afalai over... No. Fellaini well, or incorrect. Lingard, right? No? no. Really? No, not over Lingard especially. Wow. Because Afalai is not scoring. He's just not. You know Flaney, who else is in scoring? Score. Yeah, I understand that. But Flaney could score. I mean, Ander Herrera, he's useless. So, yeah. Lingard uh, has one goal since November. Uh, I hate it when you use facts like that. Yeah. That's why I use them sometimes. So we'll move on to Crystal Palace at home against Burnmouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, actually, no. In all, in all seriousness, though, I still would like Lingard more. Okay. 
just, just call it a hunch. Uh, Crystal Palace are at home against Burnmouth. Uh, who's going to play forward at Crystal Palace? Emmanuel Adebayor. Ugh. Has to be, right? It has to they be. They have nobody left. But, ugh. The good gotta, news is he's rested. <laughs> he's rested, but he's also just as likely to be injured that quickly. Yes, but, you know, at least he's not injured yet. Just, I don't understand why Crystal Palace didn't go after a guy like Remy. I just don't understand. Why would you Why would you get Emmanuel Adebayor or... You know, there's a couple other players that might be joining the Premier League soon. You like Emmanuel uh, Emenik, the Nigerian forward, who's a great. Who, uh, by all by all accounts, I mean he, he's a guy who has pace and he can score goals. He can actually keep up with Yannick Bolasie in the foot race. Mm-hmm. So you know it's that is something actually. No, <laughs> but, I, I I meant that. Yeah, and it just there are so many options that seem to be better than an expired Emmanuel <laughs> Adebayor. I completely agree with you. They obviously just want to finish in mid-table and see what it see what happens in the summer, I guess. But yeah. in better news, Wilfred Saha looks good. Yes, he does. Uh, he he can dribble, he can he can finish when it goes right underneath the goalkeeper. But other than that, there's not much here for Crystal Palace, is there? Even at home, at what is a tremendous home field. The last time they scored. Last time a Crystal Palace player scored was December 19th. And we haven't been playing like once a week since then. Like that's a long time since they've scored by themselves on their own. Yeah. Um. So, by the way, it was Lee Chung Yang, if anybody's curious who scored that goal. The, I don't know how you, like clearly there will be some people who take Adebayor. Actually, I'm not even sure he's available for this one in, on DraftKings, so we don't even have to worry about it. But like the, you said at the beginning of the year that the Crystal Palace striker should be good for 15 goals. Obviously, they're without Balassi, they're a little banged up. It's a little different now, but like it's a situation that that can succeed. Like it's a position that can succeed, right? Yeah, it should succeed. Like there should be an expectation right. set on those forwards. Well, yeah. Like, but when it's Dwight Gale, by the way, Dwight Gale is apparently rumored to go for a seven million seven pound million move. Seven million pounds, and that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. He, he's not worth seven quid. Oh my gosh, I. Uh, yeah, I mean, great job by them if they can get it, because he's not I, doing I, anything. I was about to say, like, I, I was about to say, if that's the rumor, I don't know why it's not completed. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. How is that rumored? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah, that's that's crazy. I, but I'm staying away from all Crystal Palace players at this point. All of them. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter to me that um, that they're playing at home against a side that got promoted this year. Like the no thanks. They've also allowed 11 goals in the last four. Yeah, like they're getting smoked. They're not. I, I've I've slowed down on the Joel Ward, yeah. Scott Dan love, especially yep. on rankings. I'm very very much against them. Yeah. And Wayne Hennessy, I think the Magic's run out there. I think Julian Speroni can't get back into goal quick enough now at this point. Yeah. Well, I was I was talking to uh, Jamie Hinks, who used to work for us. He now does the uh, he works for DraftKings UK, and he's a Palace supporter. And he 
was saying himself that the like Hennessy, it's not all his fault. And is, my, it, is it because he is it because he trains harder than Julian Spurrier? Is it? Oh, <laughs> you love that. I think Alex McCarthy's actually next up. I don't think it's. I think they're. I think they're ready Gross. to move on from Spironi. Gross. So. No but, one wears the loose-fitting goalie jersey like Julian like, Spironi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. They. I don't. He's not the problem. But changing, you know, you got to go somewhere, and I don't think they're going to change much defensively. So, the. I agree with you that he he could re- get replaced, but I'm not sure that's going to. Yeah, well, you're definitely not going to start him against Leicester, who no. Jamie Vardy looks right again. Riyad Mahrez looks right again. Shinji Okazaki is scoring goals, a couple of them. Uh, Lee Uchoa, when he comes in, looks dangerous. I mean, they look to be back. And they actually, you know, it's going to be, I think the, the analytics and the computers say that it would be a bigger surprise if they don't go to the Champions League next year. Think about that. It, somebody made that point the other day, that like we're either going to see... I don't know how we got back to Leicester, but like we're going to see Leicester in the Champions League or we're going to see one of the greatest collapses in Premier League history. I, I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up because we forgot to talk about it. But Burnmouth, Junior Stanislas is out. Yes. And that's apparently it's not quite as bad as they thought, which is nice. But um, uh, Eddie Howe already said he's going to be out for at least two weeks, which is potentially three Premier League matches, which is kind of a bummer. But um, Matt Ritchie's back. We may see Juani Turbe. There was a fantastic tweet that I saw today or yesterday, whenever Burnmouth played their FA Cup match, that Iturbe has played in five different competitions in his last five appearances. So he's versatile. Yes. I'm not, it doesn't say anything, but it's just like, huh, that's silly. But he hasn't started yet. He did score. So he, um, actually, I think he had a hat trick in an under-21 match the other day. But I feel like... They need to get him on the field to see what he can do, and Stanislaus's spot is open now, so why not run him out there, right? I mean, I guess. <laughs> Benicophobi's questionable. He didn't play in the FA Cup, and they Josh King scored in the FA Cup, so I assume King would slot right in if, if a phobie can't go. Are you buying? I mean, you have to buy them because Crystal Palace has been so bad, right? I'm not buying high. I, you know, I wouldn't pay a premium for him. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. What about the Dan? price would have to? It, like, it's like it, I'd buy him at pawn shop prices. You know, like Ooh. it has to be Eterbe? right. Or all rich, all yeah. Like it, it has to be at you know the right price where I feel like I could make a really good profit. Yeah, Richie's still expensive on on DraftKings. Like to you can pay a hundred bucks more for Dele Ali. So, um. You're not going to make that choice, but I agree with you there. I think a phobia is interesting if if he's able to play. It's a big if. Yeah, it's a big if. Yep. It's it's, it's <sighs> just just you really have to rework your lineup if he doesn't, though. That's the problem. It kind of it kind of it, it makes me cringe a little. Like <laughs> I can't I can't. Just, I have like a twitch every time I try to say that sentence. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, well, you won't watch much of that one anyway. So I don't think many people are going to watch that one. Yeah. Let's be fair. 
All right. I don't even know if Rebecca Lowe is going to watch that one. She's a Palace supporter. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, West Brom are at home against Swansea, another game that most people won't watch. God, if there's two goals in this game, I'll be impressed. Uh, this is this is just close your eyes and hope for the best, right? If you pick either of the goalkeepers. Uh, well, I think those are the only two players of value. I was just about to say, well, theoretically. Ah, Gilfie Sigurdsson. <laughs> what about Ayu? No. Why not? Uh, I, I just, I can't. <laughs> I, I, it's too inconsistent now. Yeah. They, yeah, I mean, Swansea have been playing pretty well. Uh, you know, they've they've won two in a row. That's, you know, not a ton of teams are on a two-game winning streak at this point. So, um, Chelsea have yet to win two games in a row, and Manchester Manchester City have not done it since. It's been a while, yeah. Since October. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the list here. Tottenham. And Swansea are on two-game winning streaks, and Southampton won three in a row. That's it. And I remember at the beginning, in the preseason, in the offseason even, when I was saying this TV money is going to make the Premier League so much harder for the top teams because you saw all sorts of teams getting really good players. And Mm -hmm. we were talking about in the summer, Yohan Kabai, who, you know, Arsenal was rumored to go after a long time ago, went to PSG and now is at Crystal Crystal Palace. Palace. Like just like something went really really wrong there, I guess. But I guess if his familiarity with Parchy was the reason why he went back there. But it's it, it, every team like Watford have spent you know double digit million pounds on the transfer market just this just this window in the January window and people don't do that. And you're looking at teams like Chelsea who are like making money in these in these windows, and it's surprising, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, the money is being spent in a way where it's leveling the playing field, and you have to think that financial fair play is working. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, you know, it takes a little while for that to to catch up, but yeah, it at least makes it, it brings good players to a game like Swansea and West Brom. That doesn't mean Just... we're going to watch it, but <laughs> no, not this one. Did you hear uh, Sunderland offered? I think it was Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland offered like fifteen million and Barini for Andre Ayew. Yep, I think Swansea was right to say no. Oh, that's crazy. It depends. I mean, wait, wait, how much is Barini worth in that equation, too? Uh, nothing. <laughs> and since you are Swansea, can you afford to take on that player hit, that the his salary? You don't know what it is, but Barini's. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because basically what you want, unless you think that it's a straight swap, which is not, you're going to have to you're going to want to use that that other money to buy somebody else. But then you're paying two salaries versus the one, which is what you know clubs like Swansea have to think about as well. And that's a recurring. I'm not sure. How did you get two salaries? Because you're getting Barini in that deal, and plus you you know you're not paying IU anymore. But what I'm saying is, you, if you use that money to buy oh, somebody else, you have now you are now paying two salaries yeah. instead of one. I guess. I think I, I well, looked at it as not, you signed him for nothing, and six months later you can get 15 million pounds for him. And this Barini guy. Anyway, uh, this game sucks. I actually will stay away from Fabianski because um, he just doesn't know how to. Ben Foster, I, th- I, I think about Ben Foster. I was going to say, Bo- Foster is one I consider only because it's at West Brom. Correct. Um, so I'll tell you this much: he's, uh, uh, you know, we're going to get to our, we're going to get to our DraftKings lineup soon. But um, he was in it for a while, but I doubled, I, I, I doubled back on it. I did not take him. 
Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. I don't. I, uh, he's the only one I'd really consider. Even the defenders yeah. don't provide a ton. Although you've been a Craig Dawson supporter in the past. I have. I, I went Craig Dawson and James McLean last week. It was great. Mm-hmm. It? Was yeah. McLean's still very good. I guess I, I, I would. McLean, I would take from this game. But I'd struggle to find money for guys for a guy like Sigurdsson. It'd be tough. All right, let's whip through these Wednesday games, even though most people probably aren't going to play the Wednesday slate. It's just two games. Uh, Watford are at home against Chelsea in a game where you have to think, you know, it, if there's an opportunity for Chelsea to win two in a row, they, they better start doing it now. Yep. Yeah, I think this is definitely the, the spot. I think... Because, uh... I mean, Igalo is not at his top... Dini is someone who John Terry loves to play against because that's the style he wants to play. Yeah. But Dini actually will drop back more and be a nuisance. But yeah, I still think you're perfectly fine with all of the Chelsea attackers out there. Yeah. I, I, I think Willian's the, the best option by far. Um, yeah. Yeah. Willian, Diego Costa, Odiani Gallo. Yeah. That's the Costa one. was that's the only one. I would I was... rank the top three. Yeah. Costa was the one I was considering more. And against Arsenal, Fabregas was great. Uh, that could have been because of your your favorite narrative of the revenge game hmm. X amount of years later. Yeah. Do you think it also had to do with the fact that they only played with 10 guys? Again. It helps. Uh, I mean, Fabregas is not someone who's going to blow by everybody. but If they played 10 <laughs> times this year and get to play 11 on 11 every time. Oh, Arsenal <laughs> would win nine of those. <laughs> But my but here's the thing. I mean, even at even with ten men, Arsenal still were bossing that game. Yeah. It's it, it, I can't I just can't believe how inept Chelsea looked with one extra player for seventy plus minutes. Yeah, it was a long time. Mm. But anyway, Chelsea mm. against Watford. Watford played well, and they just had bad results. Yeah. I mean, they. I don't, I'm not gonna say they were unlucky because you know they did let up the goals and they did turn their minds off for the split second. But Chelsea are not the team that if you turn your mind off for a split second, will take advantage of it. It's not the case. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chelsea need to win six or seven in a row for anyone to take them seriously. So um, I think there's opportunity on both sides here. I would, I would be more inclined to take the forwards than the defenders here. Yes, I agree. Okay. Any other analysis you'd like to make about this game? Cause I, I see none. Uh, no, I think it'll, I think we just don't know what to make of Watford because I'd like to see, you know, if Suarez gets the start, you know, if Suarez or Amrabat or Amrabat, yeah. Game. So they're they're clearly gonna they could be very different in two weeks. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if Ben Watson still takes all those corners. Right. All right, uh, Everton are at home against Newcastle in the final game of the midweek here. Um, just Newcastle playing so well, and Everton are just they're so leaky defensively. They're so leaky. Yeah, Newcastle, I feel like if you're going to pick a game where when Aldham could score on the road, this is one of them because Everton have been so bad defensively. Uh, Mike Goodman, who was at Grantland and now is at ESPN, wrote a great thing about uh, Everton this week. It was more about Roberto Martinez. And the, the conclusion was basically Everton are playing exactly how Martinez built them to play. The problem is, is that he built them to only attack, and they have no idea how to defend, and that's exactly how they look. And Newcastle, um, you know, there'll be—I doubt any of their new guys will will play. You know, if they get Dumbia or Berahino, I doubt they'll play in this one. But you have to like the 
the Newcastle attacking options, right? Yeah, especially if they. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would, I would take the forwards more than the defenders, and I wouldn't yes. take Leighton Baines, and I wouldn't take uh, Leighton Baines, who didn't play in the FA Cup. But uh, would you take Wijnaldum over De La Feu and or Barkley, yes. even on no. the road? Yeah, yes, De La Feu, no Barkley. Wait, so which one? What it was? How did I ask I would, the question? I, I would take Wijnaldum over De La Feu, but not over. Barkley. But not over Barkley. Oh, okay. Barkley, the ceiling's higher. Interesting. Really. This is the guy that scored four goals earlier this year. Five. Five, even better. And I bet he yeah, scored four before he scored five. Uh, he did. <laughs> every, I bet you every time he scored five, he scored four before yeah, that. I bet so. Um, even I can do that fact-checking. <laughs> for me, no, I mean, for me, when all of them on the road, it's when all of them on the road. All right? It's Everton. It's all them at home. No. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. I think if this game was at Newcastle, it could be like, Five four, I I agree. Yeah, if there was a game where both teams score for four, this is it. It's that one. Yeah, I doubt that that will happen though. So looking at the Wednesday slate though, do you put Costa or Willian? Like, do you put Lukaku above them? Yes. And do you put Barkley above them? No. And yeah, Willian's my number two of the of the Wednesday slate. Yeah. Okay. Let's put ahead of Costa. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm assuming DraftKings scoring because yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. across. Yeah. Speaking of DraftKings. Yeah, I was about to say perfect segue. All right, we have some new rules for our daily dose because we found that we've been picking a lot of the same players, and you accuse me of just copying your team without actually accusing me of copying your team. That's so, exactly, that is exactly right. <laughs> so what we are going to do is we are going to say that if one of us selects a player that the other one doesn't, so. Uh, you know, let's say for example, I have Kieran Trippier this week, and mm-hmm. he and Andrew does not. He cannot switch to Kieran Trippier no matter what, right? And vice versa. Yep. Okay. This is going to lead to a lot of really low, low-level players that we just don't want the other one getting just in case. Just in case. All right. So, and Andrew won last week, and he crushed me. It wasn't even close. Um, so, congratulations! You are now winning three to one, I believe, in the four weeks. Okay. So, yeah, okay, it's, it's a given for you now. You're not even surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, so I will start. To be honest, start... my thought was I thought it was 4-1. Is this that, sun- that Sunday one we're not counting? I, I never counted it. Okay. <laughs> I never said we were going to. Do you, okay. do you want to count every time we, 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 we go? Because even if on, like, a random FA Cup day that I'll just challenge you to a DraftKings thing? Sure. They don't do FA Cup, though. We'll have to go to Mondo Gold for that one. Fine. All right, we'll keep track of everything now. Okay, so I thought we were just doing the one we did on air, but that's fine. Okay, so I will start with the defenders. You will then be first for midfielders, and I will be first for forwards, and then you will be first for utilities. Is that cool? Because um, because because it, it matters here. Sure. Sure. So don't, so when you list, list your midfielders, only list the ones in the midfield spot, and then we'll go forward why that did, way. Why does it matter? Because let's say if someone decides to pick a last minute, like make a last minute adjustment, I'm just kidding. It's not going to happen. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. I will start. Goaltender. I have Jack Butland mm-hmm. for Stoke, just because Manchester United are pretty inept offensively, and he's only 3,200 bucks yeah. for a goalkeeper this week. That's pretty good. Um, I, I thought about Hugo Lloris long and hard, but decided not to because mm. that was too expensive. Yeah. Um, 
At defense, I have Guile Clichy at 2,800. I have Matt Target at 3,400. And I have Kieran Trippier at 3,600. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I have Butland. Lots of Andrew guys there. <laughs> yeah. I have Butland as well. Um, <laughs> I have Clichy as well. Okay. Uh, I threw in 3,200 bucks for Ali Sissoko. And I currently have 3,000 for Kyle Naughton. Uh, that. That's a, that's a that's a Mike favorite. That's a Mike, yeah. That's a Mike pick. Uh, I, you know, three thousand bucks doesn't leave me a lot if he doesn't start. Uh, Ranghole will start if he doesn't, and he's cheaper, so that'll be the the replacement. But uh, I didn't really like a ton in that three thousand range, and I kind of wanted to. Well, I mean, you. I mean, there's plenty of options down there. I mean, there's Virgil Van Dyke, who's twenty eight hundred. Yeah, I, I would take Davy Ben, ben Davies. Davis starts. Yeah, if Davy starts, I would, but there's no. I, I basically had to. I had to take the most, the highest priced guy there and potentially pivot off of him. If about to, about to say, if I was going to go with a real GPP type play, I would go Scott Dan. Yeah, I'm staying away from. He can always that. pop up with a goal. Or they could let up six and. Although he doesn't get, but anyway, yeah, exactly. all right. So I've just my midfield now. Or Chris Borthwick Jackson. I have Chad. Sorry, um, David Silva. Okay. At fifty eight hundred, Dimitri Payet at seventy five hundred, okay. and his teammate uh, Mi- is it Michael Antonio? Mikhail. It's oh, like it's, weirdly it's, spelled, but yeah, it's, it's Mike Antonio at forty four hundred, uh, who I didn't have for a while, and I plugged him in because I upgraded a different position and. He kind of fit in that mode. There's he. I'm looking at his game log, and I just don't know where his points come from. But he's got double digit points in six of his last seven, or five of his last six. So I'm just gonna go blindly with that one and hope that they can just murder Aston Villa, and he's a part of it. Well, I I have taken James McLean, mm-hmm. a nice favorite of mine. Yeah. I have Jesus Navas, who mm-hmm. I think will start, and his teammate. Oh, no, not his teammate. Never mind. I asked Dimitri Payet as well. Hmm. Okay. I mean, the with De Bruyne out, the the upper-tier midfield is basically just Ozo, Mares, and Payet. And um, Payet's the cheapest of those guys. That's the only reason I went with him. I wanted one of the top midfielders, and the other guys were too expensive. Yep. Yep. I, I definitely thought about David Silva. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think basically the reason I liked him now is because I think he'll take all of the corners as opposed to splitting them with, yeah. with De Bruyne. Um, I, so oh, what am I doing right. now, forwards? I have uh, two yeah, more, I have yeah, two more midfielders. Yeah, before, before that, though, can you think of the soccer equivalent, equivalent of a wasted career? Because uh, there's, I just got this across my, my wire here, but Calvin Johnson is retiring. Oh yeah, the uh, oh, the NFL. Yes. Hey, can you think of a more wasted career, like a wasted career, like someone spending his te- his time on one team, even though they were terrible? Mm. Because uh, the, the, I think the Lions really wait. Like, they wasted a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. The there was talk a few weeks ago that he was thinking about it. Anyway, no, I can't. Um, Just. That, that, he's, he's like a personal favorite player of mine. Hmm. It's a real, real knife to the gut there. Okay, there. Uh, for forwards, I will, I will start with the forwards here. I have Alexi Sanchez at seventy four hundred. 
and uh, the guy that rhymed with Belechi Bilinacho, Kalechi Ayanacho at 4,000. Just on the off chance that he starts, because I think they may get cute with it. Yeah, the... That would be the guy who I hope they would start to go four four two. Yeah, the difficulty with yours is that if they start him, then Navas doesn't start. Uh, I would say not necessarily. I think Raheem Sterling would be the one who wouldn't start. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I had Sanchez. Sterling. Raheem Sterling, by the way, has not been great. No, he hasn't. Um, I have Sanchez as well, and I paid fifty seven hundred for Roberto Firmino, mm. who was earlier Benicophobi, and I upgraded to Firmino. I'm just going to go right into my utility spots here. I also have Navas in the utility spot. Okay. Um, and because of my uh, increase from a phobia to Firmino, I paid 3000 bucks for a Leicester midfielder who has scored double-digit points in three straight games. Golo Conte? Danny Drinkwater. Oh, Danny Drinkwater. Oh, one of the best, most British names in the league. Yeah. I was next to, like, Nick Ledbetter or something like that who yeah. used to play next to him. <laughs> I don't expect anything from Drinkwater, but I had $3,000 left, and I feel like I had to do I had to do something. I'm surprised you didn't go with a defender at that point. I thought about it, but it, but even a $3,000 defender is not giving me a – I'm going for center backs at that point because I had the issue with Naughton. Naughton's at 3000 and I couldn't find anybody I liked. Wow. So I'm hoping I'm, that somebody... I'm still, I'm still, I'm still reacting to that. <laughs> That's really... Yeek. All right. Well, in my utility, I have a $5,700 Roberto Firmino. Ah. <laughs> so, no, you were not letting that guy... He was not getting past me. Um, at 5700 I found myself in a real quandary, though, between Firmino and Yaya Torre this week. Mm-hmm. I get that. I was very tempted to go Yaya. Yeah. Because this is the time where he would have to come up big and he certainly has the ability. Yeah. And uh, for all those watching at home, Iceland just made it 2-1 against the United States mm. in soccer. And I have, uh, at $3,700, I have Juan Iturbe. Mm. I've had Iturbe in lineups for like three straight weeks, and he hasn't started, and so started, I just... But now it's my turn to have him yes. in Yes, so I Definitely just gave up. He will get injured before the game even starts. Probably. But I, I, you know who I had before? No. Jesse Lingard uh, <laughs> at 3,700. And I was like, no, 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 no. Damn. I'll go, I'll go Wani Turbe. You liked Firmino over Arnautovic. I'm sorry, say that again? You prefer Firmino to Arnautovic. Yeah. More goal potentially, if he, especially because he's playing up front by himself. Yeah. Okay. I agree just, with you. Just, yeah. I don't, obviously, but yeah, yeah I, I wanted to. I, I thought about it, but no. The real, the real debate to me was between Firmino and Yaya. Okay. And that may happen, you know, because oh, well, I may have to switch around, like you were saying, because if Navas doesn't play, I have to take him right. out, and that probably means I'm just gonna do some funky. Yeah, you have to do a lot. Stuff. No, not a lot. I mean, to be fair, I mean, at, at 3,900 in midfield, I mean, it's not terrible over there. It's not great, but it's not yeah. terrible. Navas is clearly the highest upside of that group, though. Nathan, Nathan Redmond's there. <laughs> I bet he is. Son is there. Victor Moses is there. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's at four thousand. Victor Moses is. I mean, you know, just to free to get an extra hundred bucks gets you that. Yeah. I mean, th- there's options there. Yep. And Victor Moses is back. Yep. So, yeah, you know, I th- I think that this is a really deep slate because, like you said, there's 16 of the 20 teams playing. So right. 
there are lots of options, and I'm sure we're going to explore those and see uh, what happens and react to it next week. But we got to end this week of the Roadwire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We've gone way long. So uh, for those who've made it to the end of this, congratulations. <laughs> uh, we see you in a few days when we react and preview Game Week, 20, uh, game week 24 and Game Week 25, respectively. All right. We'll see you then. Good luck, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. AutoZone presents the Rev Up Your Refund Instant Win Game and Sweepstakes. This tax season is the one way to get the most out of your money. Enter at AutoZoneTaxTime.com for your chance to win $30,000 or other great cash and gift card prizes. It's the perfect way to power right through tax season. So visit your local AutoZone and get the most out of your refund. Let's get you what you need. Terms and conditions apply. For official rules, visit AutoZoneTaxTime.com. Get in the zone. AutoZone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.